0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est Simon. Simon means Simon in French. That's where I'm from. And that's where uh, I spent, I would say, the first 28 years of my life. Mostly in Paris, if you've been there. If you haven't, when it's safe, you should go. And uh, and then I've been here in the Midwest or actually in Texas also and California and other places Anyway, the point is, you never know in life what can happen, right? So instead of trying to predict everything, don't play chess with life. Live life. Be safe, but love life to the fullest. And if you have any questions, call me now. If you have a question for me, call 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Diana.
0: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Diana. So um, what's going on? How can I help you tonight?
0: Yes, so... I am uh, currently like friends with a guy um, that I actually have a crush on, um, and I somehow found myself in the friend zone. But I feel like we have like good chemistry, and I feel like he does like me. And but he's moving really slowly, um, you know. And so he had a birthday that came up, and he had told me about a week before that. You know, he was probably going to have a little simple dinner with his friends. And then the night before the dinner, he sent me an invite, but very, like, nonchalant. you know, he said, hey, have a dinner tomorrow if you're free. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm like, doesn't it sound like he really wants me to come? Maybe, like, he felt bad inviting me? I don't know, but I made up something well, and pretended that I was busy and that I couldn't make it just to show him that I'm just not readily available and that, you know, that was not a an acceptable invite. So I just want to know if you thought that I was overreacting or, like, what should I do? Uh,
1: first of all, uh, when you received that text the night before, how did that make you feel?
0: Yeah, I felt like, you know, I, an afterthought, like, oh, okay, so he decided at the last minute that he wanted me around and it didn't make me feel good. You know, I was like, Oh, I couldn't even be excited about it even though I wanted to go.
1: Okay. Now, um, why would you want to continue to date or see somebody who's not interested in you? Why would you want to do that?
0: I don't know mm-hmm. why I feel like, like there's something more there, but he just needs a little bit of a, a push. Like I think he's like really guarded and, you know, he just got out of a relationship. So, I don't
1: know oh, that's it. the benefit of the
0: doubt.
1: Yeah, but uh, you're not here to play shrink or therapist. You're here to build a relationship. So, Diana, here's my advice. Uh, it's time for you to move out of this circus and not uh-huh. to be humiliated and not to reach out uh, and to find a man that is not just coming out of a relationship because then they're unavailable emotionally and will just maybe have ooh-la-la with you once in a while and that will be that. So my advice is to avoid this situation now and maybe just stay friends from far and be with somebody who wants to be equally with you.
0: Okay. I mean, that's what I know. I just, you know, is wanting that confirmation. So thank you so much. I appreciate your advice.
1: You're most welcome. So good luck to you. Be strong and have a good night, Diana.
0: Thank you so much. You too.
1: (laughs) I mean, just to follow up, how long would you wait or stay with somebody who doesn't really want to be with you at the beginning? Let's talk about that next. So my last caller, Diana, she had a big dilemma because she um, started to want to see or date or a guy that really didn't seem too interested in, to the point where he uh, invited last minute for, for his birthday. And, you know, and then she tried to explain to me all those excuses of why you know, we should give him a chance or maybe there's potential there. And then at the end of the conversation, if you did listen to my last caller, she said, well, he just got out of a bad relationship. And I said, that's it. That's it. Once you're on the rebound, your heart is unavailable. Please, let's let's say it again. Once you meet somebody on the rebound, their heart is not available. They have nothing to give. They are empty and broken. Just like I was when a girl I love left me. I had nothing to give. So I dated, but... All I had to offer was friendship and, and some spicy moments. So how long should you or should you not stay with somebody like this? Got to be honest. I'll answer that next. So please remember, I do this show for you not to do like me, but to do better than me. That's a public information <laughs> message. Anyway, if you meet somebody who's not available, how long should you really stay with them? How long should you give them a chance? About a day, I'm serious. One date, one date, even if the most charming, attractive, cute, uh, spirited, intellectual, uh, whatever it is, once on the first date you picked up with your intuition or what the person has said, they're not available because they're on the rebound, run away. Um, They have nothing to give, except friendship and spicy moments. So, if that's what you want, kind of a friend with benefits, you can stay. If you want a relationship, run far. And don't ever try to change this. It won't work. Only time heals broken heart. You call the next. Bonjour, Cheryl.
2: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Cheryl. What's going on? How can I help you?
2: I'm in a new relationship. I really like this guy. It's been like almost three months. But... He keeps buying me all these gifts, um, mm-hmm. wanting to take me on trips. Uh, he bought me a bike last week. Uh, it's just like a lot, and a part of me feels like he's trying to buy my affection, and I don't want to discourage him from, like, dating me the way he wants to date me. But I, and I like the gifts, but it's, like, a little much, and I'm starting to feel like, is this transactional? Like, what's happening?
1: So it's interesting you say that. Um, when you say you feel it, do you say it's like intuitively you feel he's trying to buy you attraction, your, your desire? Yeah. So how much do you really want ooh with him?
2: <laughs> I mean, I do a lot. I, I'm really attracted to him. He doesn't need to do all that.
1: There is an insecurity that is trying mm-hmm. for you to look away. Yeah. We, I don't know him. What do you think is his insecurity? What is it?
2: I think he might be seeing other women maybe and wow. isn't in com- a commitment like so Oh. There's this that's thing it. of like I'll do everything for you but then I get to do whatever I want.
1: Okay, well then here's the answer. That's why he's buying you to stand by like a kept woman. Yeah. And now you have the decision. Do you want to be in that position or not?
2: I just want him. Like, I like him. And maybe that's how he's operated in the past. But I feel like I can reach him. I feel like he's really serious about me.
1: But he's not. Mm. He buys you because money is a wall. When you start giving money or gift to somebody and Mm -hmm. you're seeing other people or you don't want to commit, it's like, I'm going to pay you, gift, money, whatever, so you accept my unhealthy side.
2: Um, well, so, I have no evidence, but I should definitely talk to him you about should. this. Um.
1: You should say, listen, you want to know the answer? He said, listen, uh, we've been together for three months, time to be exclusive, all or nothing. What do you say? Okay. If he says, if he says oh, yes, I feel the same, then you're good. If he starts to shenanigans and blah, 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 Run. Okay. Okay? Because I don't want you to be, you're going to end up very hurt if you think he will change. And if he wants to keep you as a kept woman, your dignity is going to be very hurt and very hard to bring back up. So ask him the question, time to be exclusive, honey, all or nothing. You'll know the answer.
2: Okay. Thank you so much for your advice, Simon. I really appreciate
1: it. Anytime. That's what I'm here for. Any other questions, you call me back. Otherwise, be good and be strong. Okay. Okay. Bonsoir. Bonsoir, Simon. You know, let's talk about what is a healthy gift in a relationship, and what is an unhealthy gift in a relationship. So I want to define each of them next. So, and this is a taboo topic, but let's talk about it. The gift in relation, gifting. What is what I call a healthy gift? Because my last caller realized, Cheryl, that she received a lot of gifts, but In return, she thinks he wants her not to be exclusive and have plenty of other women and have plenty of kept women, if we are honest. That's unhealthy. Unless that's what you want, of course. But what's a healthy gift? It's a gift with nothing in return. It's I love you, I give you, not for you to give me something back. That is the definition of a nice, kind-hearted gift. I love you, I'm happy to buy you this, not for you to do something for me because I want to make you feel good. Not a trade. The unhealthy gift is the trade one. I give you this, you do this for me. That's not gift. That's not love. That's a trade. So at the beginning of your relationship, I mean the first six months, what is healthy and unhealthy when it comes to gift? Let's talk about that next. So this is a sensitive topic, so stay with me. I need your attention. Because in the first three months, six months of a relationship there are many men and women who by insecurity or by greed or by whatever other reasons will go and i heard that for my own ears one time in a pool in denver oh you know he's so nice to me i'm gonna do this for him and then she said you know i'll do this and that and i mean ooh, the stuff, right? Like, we're dating for three months and he's so nice giving me this giving me a bag is this healthy? No. That's a trade. There's no love in that gifting. Remember, especially at the beginning, only the gift one way full of love are the ones that are healthy. Don't trade. That's not gift. You call the next. If you have a question for me, call 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jane.
3: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Jane. What's going on? How can I help you?
3: So I have a problem with the guy I'm seeing. He's a great guy. He's super kind. I just, I'm just not attracted to him, and I don't know how to end our dating. We've been on about five or six dates, and I don't know how to just say, I don't know. I don't want to have a relationship with you. I just want to be your friend. He's so, he's coming on really strong and I don't know how to, I don't want to hurt him.
1: Um, really strong. Give me a few examples. Like how strong are we talking about?
3: Well, you know, like he'll come to pick me up and he'll have flowers for me. And, um, you know, he's already given me a gift and, um, I can tell he mm-hmm. really likes me. I just don't want to have ulala with him. <laughs> and uh-huh. I don't know how to kind of end it without yes. hurting his oh. feelings.
1: Well, the thing is, more importantly, is not to uh, hurt your feelings or anything else. So the best way to end this is to call him my friend. Right. If you want to friend okay. zone somebody, when you text him, you know, say, you know, I'm glad we have this friendship and I'm glad we're good friends. And if he says, What do you mean? He says, You're my friend. I mean, it's not, you know, between us, it will never be romantic. We're friends. And I'm grateful for that friendship. And that will freeze the guy immediately. Okay. That's how you're friends on somebody. Just say, I'm so happy of our friendship. What do you mean? Well, I'm grateful for for us to be friends, you know. You mean we're not going to be romantic? Oh, yeah, we're never going to be romantic. But I'm happy for our friendship. And you text, you don't say anything. And then it's clear.
3: Right. Okay. I have to initiate.
1: That yeah. language. Yes. Um, listen, when he says hi to you, I answer, hi, and by the way, I'm grateful for this friendship. What do you mean? I'm just grateful we're friends, you know, and and, and um, right. that's where I like it to be. And he goes, he's going to say, right. we're not going to be romantic? Absolutely not. But we're going to be great friends okay. forever, and I'm grateful for that. And that's that.
3: Okay. Um, okay. Well, I guess that's it. Thank you.
1: <laughs> that's it. You're welcome. Good luck to you, Jane. Honesty is always the best policy. When it comes to relationship, honesty, honesty, honesty. Right. Good luck to you, Jane, and have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Coming up, we're going to go listen to Regina's voicemail because she has a serious question, apparently, to ask me. So her voicemail is next. So Regina left me a voicemail for me to uh, answer, and uh, let's take a listen. Let's see what it is about.
0: Bonjour, Simon. This is Regina, and I have a question for you. I'm hoping you can help me with um, I'm pregnant, and my boyfriend really wants to get married, like, now, before the baby comes. But I want to wait till after the baby's born, until after I can get my whole family and all my friends together, until I can fit into a nice dress to get married. Like, I want my wedding, you know? And I just want your advice on how to approach my boyfriend with this, because he's really convinced that he wants to do it now. So, I'm really looking forward to hearing what you have to say about this, Simon. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
1: Regina, first, congratulations on being pregnant. How exciting. And two, yeah, what should you do if you're pregnant? You want to wait so you can wear your best dress, everything to get married, and your boyfriend says, no, 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 I want to get married to you right now. What should you do? What should you tell him? I'll tell you that next. So, what should you do if you like, Regina? You are pregnant. You want to get married. But you want to do it after you've had the baby because you want to look good and put your best wedding dress and have a great time and not, you know, not enjoy your wedding. But your boyfriend says, "No, let's get married now." How do you tell your boyfriend to wait like this? He said, "Listen, the wedding is, you know, the most important day of my adult life, um, and I want to make sure I can wear the dress I want. I want to be at my best. I want to enjoy it." And then you say, it's not against you, it's not against anybody, I just want to be able to dance, I want to be able to maybe drink, I want to be able to do whatever I want, and I can't do that when I'm pregnant. So, no, we're not getting married now, and uh, we're going to have a fabulous wedding, and I have to plan for it the way I want it. You'll understand, and and you don't give up on this. You know, This is very exciting, but you got to respect the timing. I'm on your side 100%. Good luck, and thanks for the voicemail. You call the next. Bonjour, Louise.
4: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Louise. So you have a romantic story you want to share with me. I'm all ears.
4: I do. So when I was 17 years old, it was like my last year in high school, I fell in love with this boy um, and he didn't know it. And I was a very shy girl and um, I didn't really know how to approach him. And it seems he was very shy, too, and didn't communicate very well. So nothing ever came of it. So now let's fast forward. We're both 30 years old. And recently Mm -hmm. he reached out to me on Instagram through uh, the direct messages. We started talking and, you know, for a little bit, I felt like we were back in high school again in the same position where none of us would really make a move because we're both shy. And -hmm. then I recently got flowers and on the flowers, there was a card. And on the card, it was uh, it was the boy asking me out on a date. Finally.
1: (laughs) And how did that make you feel?
4: Wonderful! I felt like a like a, a young girl in high school all over again, and uh, I'm really excited.
1: <laughs> what did it say on the on the note?
4: Um, th- word for word, I don't have the exact note in front of me, but um, he would really like the opportunity now, many years later, to go out on a date and go to dinner with me.
1: Man, listen! How about the power of the universe? How about that? Mm-hmm. Right. It's amazing. I I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that story because I believe in it. Uh, You know, it's like I believe in the power of the universe to put us together at the right time.
4: Now I do too.
1: (laughs) Oh, now you do too. Okay.
4: Yeah.
1: (laughs) All right. Listen, Louise, thank you so much for sharing that beautiful story. And you have a good night.
4: You too.
1: Thank you. Au
4: revoir. Au
1: revoir. Is marriage necessary for you when you think of relationship? Let's talk about that next. Is marriage a, a necessary step for you in your love life? You could do with or without. So I posted that on my social media, at 20 Radio. 55% of you voted yes, I want to get married, it's necessary for me. 45% though, it's a big number, said no, marriage is not necessary for my love life. Do you imagine if I asked this question in 1950, what would have happened? 99% of people would have said marriage is necessary. Nowadays, It's all about love. It's not so much about the ceremony for at least almost half of you. How interesting. I've never been married, so I can't say it's necessary. I don't think of marriage much, I must say. But I love going to other people's wedding, though. That's also truth. Anyway, thank you so much for voting. Et bonsoir.
4: The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.